0: You start up with a sneeze. <sighs> Okay, we're ready. What's up, everybody?
1: Hey, everybody.
0: Oh, it's good to be back. We're back at home. We did one podcast on the cruise and we are back in our studio now. And it just feels, it's just relaxing. You know what I'm saying?
1: It's so nice. I think it's just like we've never, I don't, it's hard to go on vacation when you love your house so much. <laughs> we've always been like the townhome was really dark. It only had a few windows, so it got really dark And it didn't have a yard, so it was always really nice to get away and have some more space and just, like, see things outside of our windows. And then the apartments were all just... apart To all you people living in apartments with babies, it is just hard, like, getting the stroller down the steps. We've been there.
0: We were there for three years. It's
1: just, like, a hard thing, and it makes, like, getting out very... Like, there's a lot of steps. Especially if you're not on the first floor, Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh man, we were on the second so, floor for a lot of those like the, years. The
1: cruise was great, but the whole time I was just like, well, our house is nicer than this and our bed is nicer than it this bed. It was a bed. different
0: experience where I'm, I'm the same way. It's always like, this is the first time I've been excited to like, to like go back home and be in our bed and like our kitchen. It's just so nice. We love our new house. Anyways, we've talked a lot about our new house today. You guys, we're going to dive in to do something a little bit different. Something that Ashley has been wanting to do, which I think will be interesting too, We are going to dissect our most common dreams that we have and kind of look up what the meanings of them are on the internet. We haven't done any research. You guys are going to be discovering things with us. Any dream readers out there probably will know our deepest, darkest secrets in our minds now after this podcast is over, but we're going to talk about our dreams. And if you guys relate to any of these, uh, comment on Facebook and... Let us know your experiences and thoughts about them.
1: But first, I have a news article. You do? Some good news in honor of fruit and tropical weather. I didn't know
0: you had a news article. I do.
1: I just found it. Um, If you know me, you know that I love fruit. And one day I dream of having like citrus trees in my yard, Uh which would mean that we would have to move somewhere warm. Would it though? Guys, real quick. I have taken on my yard as my, speaking of yards, I have taken it on. And I have big plans and I ordered all the plants for a front yard and I'll be doing massive overhaul of the front yard and the backyard is going to be so cool.
0: It's just, it's, I guess we just got to talk all about it because we're not really going to vlog it just because we don't vlog like the whole front of our house just for safety reasons. So I have, we'll talk all about it though on the podcast.
1: It's just going to, it's a small backyard, (laughs) but it's going to be a literal garden of Eden (laughs) quite literally.
0: It's gonna be beautiful. Apples everywhere. It's gonna be really beautiful.
1: Okay, so this article took place in Louisiana, where are you ready for this? The Louisiana Department of Agriculture and Forestry presented Mary Beth and Doug Meyer of Slidell with a certificate of the largest grapefruit ever grown. Wow in the world. How big was it? Guess.
0: Like guess how many ball like size?
1: circumference inches. Circumference. Yeah, circumference.
0: I'm. I can better visualize diameter in my head. Well, just just <laughs> straight across.
1: I don't know. I can't do that math. They're can't only telling the, me the
0: circumference. You do pi r squared divided by the
1: <laughs> the grapefruit. Okay, you can guess the weight in a second. Was twenty eight point seven five inches circumference. Circumference.
0: Circumference.
1: Circumference. Twenty eight. Twenty eight point seven five. Wow.
0: So that's like it's
1: like a honker.
0: Man, that's huge. Mm-hmm. So 12, 24, that's like, gosh, that's a big old grapefruit. Okay,
1: guess how much it weighed?
0: 30 pounds.
1: Nope. This is kind of anticlimactic. A it weighed a whopping <laughs> 7 pounds okay. and 14.64 ounces. That's
0: heavier than James was when she was born.
1: And that's true. She, James was,
0: was 7 pounds 10, right? 7'10"?
1: Yeah, I guess that weight too no I oh, you did you, you guessed, guessed it perfectly a little bit heavier and then on her birth certificate they did it wrong like i remember when they said her weight mm-hmm. and they like recorded it differently on her birth certificate like one ounce dang it i don't know anyways so this is what she said magic happened
0: is this the the grower of this grapefruit yeah, mary
1: beth said her grandchildren created a fairy garden at the base of the tree and one day her This James and the Giant Peach worthy stuff. One day, my grandson noticed the oversized grapefruit growing. What? (laughs) You guys on the edge of your seat. At that point, we really started paying attention and monitoring its development. This experience will always be a special memory for us. You have it right there. Straight out of Louisiana.
0: Fun news article.
1: Okay. Dallin's going to man the keyboard, I think.
0: Oh, yeah. So we wanted to do this where we just were kind of like learning right along with you guys. So... (laughs) Um, we're going to look it up together and we'll just kind of go back and forth between our most common dreams that we have Mm -hmm. And we can look up What it means about us and if we're messed up in the head or not
1: You guys can let us know if you have had that dream Or if it's like a common dream for you or like common dreams that you have We're going to post a picture that corresponds with this podcast on our instagram And on our facebook. It'll be the same picture.
0: What's the picture gonna be?
1: I don't know. It'll just be a picture about (laughs) Like, I'll put in the description.
0: Is it going to be like a dark and dreary, like, dream picture? No,
1: it'll probably be a family
0: picture. Oh, just a family picture. I thought it was going to, like, correspond with our dreams.
1: Maybe it'll be like, you'll see us podcasting. It'll be like a picture of us podcasting. that makes sense. And you guys can comment your most common dreams and find people like you who have your same issues. Because I'm pretty sure, like, dreams are representative of the issues you have. Uh Uh-huh. Like, that you're going through. Well, I'm
0: reading this book by Robert Greene called Human Nature. Yeah. And he said, don't pay attention to like what's actually happening in the dream, but pay attention to the feelings you have.
1: <laughs> I'm a hot While mess, you're then.
0: experiencing the dream. And that is kind of like your subconscious speaking so to you.
1: I guess we can talk about that. What? <laughs> All of my dreams are terrible. Jeez. I've only had nightmares since I was like 12.
0: That's horrible. Like terrible. You have happy dreams?
1: I mean every once in a while but mostly it's like terrible terrible things
0: well i don't know if that's horrible or not it's I'm why not i like banned like i don't watch
1: like pg-13 shows <laughs> for the most part <laughs> not because like the scarier ones not because i am like morally opposed to it on some levels i probably am but because i get the worst nightmares like remember when we first got married that was a stressful time we tried me.
0: watching blacklist on netflix nope turn that nope. one off pretty fast but, like, Black- do you remember Is that the name of the show Blacklist. I can
1: talk about all the dreams I had when we Robert, first got California. married. Yeah.
0: All right. So should we dive into one of your dreams and look up?
1: Yeah. And I also wanted to issues. remind you guys, Dallin is going to start a new segment after we're done talking about dreams called Inspiration Station.
0: Yeah. Our, pod- our podcast is going to have more parts to it. More bits. You know how, you know, like Jimmy Fallon, it's, he's just like, all right, you guys, now it's time for letters or thank you cards. Thank you. You know, uh-huh. stuff like that. We're gonna have more more bits every once in a while, little parts to the podcast. One of them's gonna be called Inspiration Station, and we'll just share things we've been thinking about lately that are inspiring to us, and we'll share them with you.
1: Okay, on to dreams. So, my one of my most common dreams is I'm just living my life, and I feel like I'm having a happy dream, and I like get excited because I I'm like it's so rare for me to have a good dream. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, I get a loose tooth. And I'm like, oh, that's weird. And then my loose tooth turns into a tooth falling out. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? And then all of my teeth fall out and I have no teeth. And, I, and I've I, heard of
0: other people having that dream too. It's like,
1: I think it's one of the most common dreams.
0: All right. I just searched it. Okay. Delta Dental wrote an article about <laughs> teeth falling out dreams.
1: All of your teeth fall out and then you wake up. Yes. And then I have dreams where I wake up, but I'm not really awake. So and, you're waking up in then, your dream, like and Inception. I, yeah, and I check my teeth, and I'm so glad that they're still there. And, and then, then it
0: tricks I, you, and they fall out.
1: And then I go on with my day, and I'm just happy. And uh-huh. then a tooth gets loose, and it falls out. And Those then they dreams. all <laughs> start falling out like waterfall of teeth out of my mouth.
0: Ugh, man, that's horrible. I've never had that dream. Has this ever happened to you? And after you woke up, did you re-examine your oral care regimen? Oh, shut up, you dentist. Okay, okay.
1: Interpretations of the teeth falling out dream. (laughs) It seems like a dream. I'm reading it for a sec right now to you guys. It seems like a dream about your teeth falling out of your mouth would be bad news. But that is not the case. There are positive interpretations as well as negative.
0: See, this is what I was, this is why I took back my assumption that it's automatically bad that you're having these dreams. Maybe there are good, maybe there's um, good things. I don't know. Professor
1: Trelawney, like you can go a lot of directions with how you interpret a dream. My girl, your teeth, (laughs) the grim. The dream can represent everything from a major life change to lack of self-esteem. Have all of those. (laughs)
0: Okay. Keep going. From
1: fear of getting older, I have that. To money issues, yes. From symbolizing rebirth, I don't think that's what it is for me. To regretting something you've said.
0: Well five positive interpretations of your dream of dreaming your teeth fell out.
1: Teeth are often symbolic of growing up. You're if you're born without teeth and you get your baby teeth, you lose your baby teeth, and then you get your adult teeth.
0: Is this just like somebody's good ideas i want some like research behind teeth falling out dreams why
1: do so many people here we go
0: PsychologyToday.com. this is a more reputable site i think um okay here we go you guys
1: the first hypothesis stems from the idea that teeth dreams may be triggered by teeth grinding i ground... You do that no only when i was a teacher and well, then it stopped that. i did that That's, so you I... do
0: that while you're awake
1: no i well i did but i did it while i was asleep too i think it was mostly while i was awake though
0: Just like a reaction to stress?
1: I think it means when you're sleeping, if you grind your teeth when you sleep. The sensations of teeth grinding are incorporated into the dream. This is also in line with a correlation study showing that people who have teeth dreams also more often have other typical somatosensory dreams such as falling. Yes. Being chased. Yes. Flying. No. That's too happy for me. (laughs) I, it's suggesting that I experience more somatosensory excitement during sleep. Huh?
0: Somatosensory excitement. What does that word mean?
1: Okay. The authors found that occurrence of teeth dreams correlated with experience of dental distress upon awakening, but not with self-reported teeth grinding. Teeth grinding. Teeth dreams are significantly associated with dental irrit. This is, this isn't what I'm looking for, Dallin. It just says if I grind my teeth. Um, that i get teeth dreams i want to know what it means if i'm having my teeth are falling out dreams i need an easier article (laughs) too all right the meaning of teeth falling out by exemplar.com down 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 that one
0: here we go here we go this is going to be the one this is it what does it mean to dream about teeth falling out Dreaming of teeth falling out could represent the following. Most common interpretation of... uh, Okay, here uh, it is.
1: Of seeing your teeth fall out in a dream is that you have repressed fears of aging and losing power. (laughs) Teeth represent attractiveness, communication, and the ability to eat. If you dream of losing your teeth, your dream is manifesting your hidden fears of growing old and weak and losing your ability to communicate and live a vivacious life. It is a reminder or even a warning of impending death, even of yours or someone close to you.
0: Are these just people's ideas or is this like, you just never know, you, you know? You just never know. I think I want to know what like it, actual psychologists ha- like have studied about these dreams and the people who have these dreams.
1: I think boiled down, it just means that I have anxiety about my life.
0: You do fear getting old and dying. That's true.
1: I do. And my kids getting old and stuff.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah and i don't so maybe At that's all. why i don't have them
1: <laughs> it's like I'm, i just i can't can change it we get it. another I, year
0: <laughs> i just can't change it so i don't worry about it
1: down's very chill
0: i just know that people get old uh-huh. so i guess i have a healthier mindset than i think sometimes lack of
1: power i get that lack of power do
0: you are you frustrated by or a just lack like of feeling
1: like your life is out of control
0: I really like being in control of things i feel
1: like when i'm dreaming about my teeth falling out i feel like my life is com- like everything
0: so yeah let's let dive a little deeper how do you feel when you have that because it's I not just, necessarily about what's going on but I how feel you feel when it goes on
1: like helpless. helpless i think that's the theme of lots of my dreams do you want to hear my next dream that i have all the time what that So I dream like everything's going cool. And like one of the dreams is I'm out by my mailbox getting the mail Uh and then, and it's like a recurring dream. And then I look towards our house and there's like a a bad person going in our house. And I know that like they have the intent to kill everyone inside who I love. Jeez. And I hear it happening and I have the opportunity to like scream for help or call someone. And when I scream, nothing comes out. Like I can't make noise. So I can't get help.
0: These are like horrible nightmares, boo. Yeah. I don't even know how to search Google for that one.
1: Screaming for help. Dream screaming when i
0: screaming for help, help in my dream. Dream. No. Oh, lots of options are coming up here.
1: I can't scream for help in my dream or something.
0: I can't scream for help in my dream. Let's see what comes up.
1: What does it mean? When when you you...
0: can't yell or scream during a dream, you are having a hard time vocalizing your opinion, standing up for yourself, or calling for help in waking life. You really just need to scream and let it all out so you can stop having dreams where you cannot scream. Huh. I feel like you're really good at vocalizing your opinions and standing up for yourself.
1: I don't think I always have been.
0: You're really good at it with me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, like, I was always, like, always... Really quiet, like borderline. Like, I didn't talk for like two years once. Really? I mean, I talked, but hardly at all. Like, my mom will tell you about it.
0: Your dream, you dream of being chased, attacked, or startled. You open your mouth to scream, nothing comes out. It happens almost everyone. And when you can't scream in a dream, it's actually a sign you're having trouble expressing yourself when you're awake. You're feeling all kinds of emotions welling up inside of you in your waking life, and people are urging you not to express them. Were you urged not to express your feelings growing up?
1: No, I think, well, I have that now. It might be that I feel like I can't say things. It's. This was a dream like when me and you were having a harder time. Yeah. I was having that dream a lot.
0: Has like, it gone well, down? Oh, yeah. Well, that's good.
1: Yeah. I used to have it a lot as a, in like college too. Mm-hmm. But I was a hot mess in college, like emotionally. So <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think everyone is.
0: A theory about dreams holds that dreams embody the memory consolidation process.
1: process. Learning, Learning
0: and-, and unlearning, which occurred during different stages of sleep, especially slow wave REM sleep. As new information is integrated into memory, the strengthening of synaptic connections and the infacement of others leads to a generation of imagery, which manifests as dreams like well, that's old deep memories stuff. and stuff yeah i guess <sighs> <sighs> little sneeze there we'll okay you. thanks should we do one of mine
1: i have more or have we
0: oh, well let's go back and forth okay
1: so wait i want to talk about what we learned about you though what so down's going to talk about some dreams but he's usually a non-dreamer
0: i mean i have dreams sometimes but more often than not <laughs> I just feel like I sleep too deeply to have dreams. I'm just out.
1: Okay, but get this. Another day is here, and
0: you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app.
1: okay, but get this. I looked that up and Atlantis, that like mythical city, um, a lot of philosophers and scholars like referenced it. And it wasn't like a lot of people don't think it was mythical. It's just a city that due to like maybe plague or environmental like tragedies, like a volcano or something, it disappeared and the city was lost or destroyed, maybe war, but like I I don't know how to say his name. It's Herodotus or Herodotus. He's like a famous philosopher and he references the Atlanteans. And when he does in some of his writings, he says that they were, let me try and read this. Um... Okay, about 8,000 years before Plato, this society achieved a supreme level of scientific, spiritual, and artistic progress. That sounds like me. Before natural disasters and war brought it down. Um, And then all the members who survived fled to neighboring cities, but everyone who writes about them mentions that they were, like, super advanced spiritually and philosophically and, like just their general like intelligence. I don't know what you call it, like education levels and that none of them dreamed. And that's just
0: something that they knew about them that they yeah, just like, didn't dream. It was
1: written. Like that's what Herodotus wrote. Like that they were very like high level people, like very spiritual and very smart, very advanced. And that one of their like common entire society characteristics was that they did not dream. Hmm. So some people think if you don't dream that you're, Like freaking genius. Like advanced. Nice. Like at a different level.
0: If you do not have dreams, it is unlikely that it will have any physical, spiritual, or mental consequences. Most likely you sleep too heavily or wake up too early to remember your dreams.
1: There's also that.
0: Those two are both very true. Pathway of (laughs) Um, Or you're a genius. Try using a dream journal to track your dreams and make sure to get plenty of rest at night so that you have a better chance of remembering them. Well, I definitely haven't been getting a lot of rest. Also, I sleep very heavily when I do rest. So that could be it. And or I'm a genius. Right. But there are some dreams that I do remember that occur often.
1: I just thought it was interesting that an entire society. Yeah,
0: that is really interesting.
1: noted that they did not dream. Huh. Huh. Okay. Huh. Tell me your dreams. And then right. I don't have the keyboard. So you're going to have to type for yourself.
0: I will. So um, it's not, it's just when I have a wedding coming up. The, like, like the week of the wedding, like it's on Saturday or whatever, like Monday, Tuesday, Mm -hmm. I will have dreams where I arrive to the wedding late and the ceremony is already going on and the bride and groom are like disappointed in me. And I am just like, it's really embarrassing when I'm hurrying trying to set up my camera, but they're like already walking down the aisle and I'm in their way. And it's like the worst. And I just wake up so like stressed and I like check my clock to make sure I didn't miss the wedding. And I'm just like, ugh. No, I hate those dreams. So this stressful. Is,
1: that's easy. I feel like I'm what? in Professor Trelawney's class and it's just, that's Please an easy one-off. dream for me, You're Ash. stressed about the wedding.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. Weddings are very stressful to film. It's just uh, the timeline never follows how it's laid out. You're just like all these once, all these once in a lifetime moments that you have to capture or else it's gone forever. It's a lot of stress to mm-hmm. film a wedding. So I was just, yeah, that's probably just means that it was stressful and it's been on my mind and all my deep fears come true in my dreams.
1: Do you have any weird dreams like flying or like things that aren't real life? Um, or are they all pretty like, if I'm stressed, I have a dream about what I'm stressed about.
0: Well, do, should we search the internet and see if that means anything else? How, what's a, what's like a general way to search that on Google? Um, it's worst like, fears coming true in dreams.
1: Yeah. It's like, if you Let's dream, you says. go to school without clothes on or,
0: What does it mean when you see dreams of something you fear coming true?
1: You answered your own question about why you have stressful dreams about stressful things that might happen. Our unconscious stores fears and everything else away and chooses when it comes out, usually at a time of great stress. Dreams don't foretell the future as much as they tell us why we are feeling the way we do. Don't fall for the so-called dream interpretation books and internet sites that purportedly tell you what dreams mean. Well, we just ruined our podcast. No, I
0: wasn't really following those. I was like, meh. Your dream
1: means precisely what you think it means and not some formulaic mumbo jumbo conjured up by a con person who wants your money.
0: Well, this is what Mike King PhD psychology says on Quora.
1: (laughs) So take it for what it's (laughs) worth. He
0: knows if he actually has a PhD or not, but it sounds smart.
1: Alicia says during the day, you're often too busy to acknowledge and really process your worries and fears. And then when you're sleeping and your mind isn't preoccupied they kind of float to the surface of your consciousness that's
0: true i don't i don't take a lot of time starting to i'm trying to be i'm trying to honor myself more by slowing down and paying attention to my feelings and thinking about them not just like brooding in my feelings and reacting to them you know what i'm saying so i feel like in the past i kind of dismissed my feelings or didn't take time to think about them and and interpret them and and decide how I want to behave because of them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so that's probably true. Like fears come out in my dreams when my brain has time to like process them. Yeah. But I'm trying to think a lot more about my feelings and emotions now in my awakened state.
1: While we day. were on the cruise, I dreamed it was when we were supposed to be going on the, the river where we were in kayak, kayak the river. Uh-huh. And right before I fell asleep, I remembered thinking, I wonder if there's crocodiles in that river. Yeah. And then when I w- went to sleep, I dreamed that we were kayaking the river and a shark ate me and then somehow I survived, but the shark then became a bear and yeah. then it like ripped my head off. Jeez. That's when I, you woke up and you were like, why are you awake, Ash? It's like, no reason. Just watching <laughs> Just crazy metals on YouTube.
0: Eaten by a shark and then a bear. <laughs> no big deal
1: that's why i watch such wholesome youtube channels and (laughs) television like the bates family you grew up
0: watching so many crime shows right did that kind of like ruin you probably in college i
1: watched every episode of law and order svu yeah and i cannot walk past a man without being pretty sure he intends to like disembody me
0: that's not very healthy
1: I know. It happens every day in New York City. Olivia Benson gosh, is one of the greatest yeah. people of our time.
0: You do have trust issues. Maybe that show engendered those.
1: I don't know. I remember when we first got married and every night like I would wake up hyperventilating and being like are you still here? Like I would dream every night after we got married that you left me and then you wouldn't answer my phone calls and like,
0: yeah. And I'm just like reassuring her like, geez, I'm here. Like, don't have these dreams. I think I had so much,
1: like we dated a little bit and then Dallin kind of took a break from dating me and like that broke my heart. Like he didn't break my heart. There's probably a lot of purposefully, but like, I think I had a lot of, and then when we dated, I probably could, if I could go back and date you again, I would have, I don't know, like I was just so afraid to scare him away the next time right like that the date when we dated again and then got married Mm -hmm. that i didn't share any issues or frustrations or like i was we were so happy and we didn't have many issues but just like all of my feelings regarding like him choosing someone over me i never really like delved into at all and then we got married and i started having these like terrible nightmares every night that he was leaving me again. And that he was like, it wasn't even with the same girl. It was just, he had decided he had, he hated being married to me and he was hiding from me and I was alone again and like no happy ending stuff. Sad. And I think it was just a lot of like repressed anxiety over all of that.
0: Do you still have those?
1: No, it, it took like a year and a half or two years.
0: I'm glad you don't have those anymore. That was stressful when you have those dreams. Internet. Cause would, then like it lingers for like half, for the first half of the next day. Yeah. And Ashley's always like looking at me like skeptically. It's just not fun. So I'm glad you are building trust in me.
1: I think a lot of people repress feelings. I think it just, I would sleep and all of my sh- like anxiety over it, not being real yeah. or like not believing that something so wonderful could happen to me or, or, mm-hmm that it was all just a dream kind of
0: Well, that's all my therapist did when i went and saw him all two times <laughs> gosh I find you can a new go one. back yeah well we should just stick with one that we both like i liked him but but you want to no find like
1: that... you can have a different therapist just for i you. just feel like
0: it would be good for one person who understands both of us yeah in more context it's
1: hard because you have to like go through all that crap again
0: Well, I, it was all, I mean, all he did was like, help me listen to me as I express all my feelings that I've repressed for my whole life, you know? So it's good to have somebody that's like not your family or friends that you can just talk to objectively and without fear of judgment or what it'll mean for like your future interactions with them. It's just, it's just a person that is professionally trained to help you think through things and kind of sort out things in your mind
1: it's cool talking to them though because everyone you talk to in your family or a friend like what you say kind of incites some sort of emotional response Uh huh. like if i talk to my mom about moving she's not going to hear it rationally she's gonna be
0: like you're leaving me
1: yeah like yeah or if you talk to me about issues you have with me i'm not gonna like i don't have the like ability they to are the, hear it are without the having third
0: party that is not emotionally involved which is really 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 nice okay well what's another dream that i have
1: i don't think you have dreams
0: i have a lot of
1: you have very logical um, dreams like this is coming tomorrow <laughs> now i'm dreaming about it
0: <laughs> i have a lot of romantic dreams with you
1: i'm <laughs> pretty sure every guy does Dylan. <laughs>
0: that's the only dream that other dream that i have a lot like stress things that i'm stressed about dreams and then romantic dreams with you is that what we're calling you yeah i figured that's like the, the cleanest way to say it on the podcast
1: okay let's move on from this i feel like those are my major dreams okay let's move on on that note to inspiration station one day when we have a, side bo- a soundboard, uh, it'll be like a train it'll track like, sound. <coughs> inspiration <coughs> station. Choo-choo. something like
0: that. Yeah. We're going to get a soundboard soon, you guys. And the production value of these podcasts is going to go through the roof mm-hmm. real fast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ashley's going to have a little audience cheering button. She's going to have a
1: boo. An inspiration button. station. Inspiration chug-a-chug-a. station.
0: Chugga chugga The intro will be on there. An outro. Shoot. Who knows what other sound effects.
1: Okay. Preach though. That's going
0: to be great. Okay. You guys. Uh, I've been thinking. So I've been thinking that could be another name of a of a uh, inspiration
1: t- station. Just has so many train things like no, I'm just, t-shirts I just, and hats. That could be a
0: different segment. Oh, okay, it doesn't necessarily have to be inspirational. It could just be called. So I've been thinking. Yeah. There we go. Okay, another segment. But anyways, I've been thinking about um, tangled, the frying pan entangled.
1: This is inspiration station. Yeah. Okay.
0: And how the frying pan became like a major story up? element. Tangled, for everybody, the Disney Tangled movie. Tangled the Disney movie. If you don't remember the frying pan, she kind of uses the frying Rapunzel. pan around the house, Rapunzel. And then and, she brings the frying pan with her when she leaves the house and it ends up being like a weapon. It's like this useful tool. And then, um, what's his name? Fights the horse with it. <laughs> he has the frying pan. The horse has a sword in its mouth. And, um... The frying pan kind of saves the day later on in the movie too. And it's just so funny that this frying pan is like such a unique, quirky, out of out of the blue, like um, unorthodox aspect to the story of Tangled. And it just got me thinking like, how did this idea even come about? Like you think about the writers in there, in like in the writing room, going through different elements of the story and like talking about... What flair or like spice can we add to make this a little bit more interesting? And you just think about the first like where the where the first I part like where the idea was born, like somebody just was like, um, what if she had like a frying pan? And and it just was cool to think about the other writers instead of them being like, What frying pan? I don't know, that's kind of weird, and just shutting it down. It's just cool to think of
1: the process. Ban- the
0: process of how that came to be such an integral part of the movie and how they kind of were like a frying pan. That's interesting. I, I wouldn't have thought of that. What do you think? Or what are your thoughts on that? And they're like, I don't know. It just, it's something funny. Like maybe she had a frying pan and one thing led to another and maybe it wasn't the first idea that they had, but instead of shutting it down and saying, eh, maybe not a frying pan, they were like, shoot frying pan. That's new. That's, that's kind of random, but everybody can relate to it. Everybody has frying pans. Like, How could we incorporate a frying pan? let's try this. Let's try this. Maybe this. I don't know about that. But what if instead of we did it this way? And eventually it came to be like this hilarious part of the movie where she like beats up people with a frying pan. What's his name? Ryder. Ryder has a sword fight with a horse (laughs) where he's using the frying pan. he's like, this is the weirdest thing I've ever done. But it's so funny and it's like such a funny part of the movie and it's, it's funny. It's, it's weird to think that that could have just not even been there if the first person's little spark of an idea about a frying pan was just shut down. So the, so bring us home, bring us home. The takeaway is, um, don't shut down little ideas that you have, even if they're like, don't seem like they, it would work right away. Kind of run with things for yourself and with others too. Don't be quick to like shut other, other ideas down. Maybe just say yes to it, and maybe it's not the first, first uh, take on the idea, but maybe that evolves into something else, which ends up being a really, really funny, good, uh, funny idea, or a really good approach to take in your life that you may not have thought of.
1: Okay, we're parents. Let's relate this to parenting.
0: I haven't gone that far yet, but it's we the can same try. thing,
1: like your kid does something or completes a task a certain way or
0: well i was thinking about marriage first i know like marriage um obviously two different people two different backgrounds two different experiences that they relate to things that happen.
1: For example, the lawnmower fight that we had.
0: The lawnmower. Ashley always wanted a lawnmower growing up.
1: Just a push one that I could just get out by myself and not need and anyone's help. And she's had
0: all of these experiences and thoughts and dreams about a lawnmower. Not and she brings dreams. it up to me. Just just like ideas. Yeah. And she brings it up to me, I've never once ever wanted a push lawnmower Dallin in my laughed life. laughed at me. And I was like, no.
1: That's stupid. And
0: then, yeah, I shouldn't have done that. And uh, I should have just been like, "Huh? Tell me more about that." I've never even. I've right. Never no, thought that's I'd...
1: what I'm getting. Like, we could have. But then when Dallin was like, "That's stupid," I was like, "Well, you're a butthead."
0: Yeah, exactly. And then poof, opposite sides. Defense. <laughs> so mode. I could
1: have deflected that stupid with, "Well, let me tell you why I like this idea."
0: Would have been helpful. And yeah. I'm
1: gonna hopefully. I'm gonna hope you're that you're like.
0: You well, hold run... on. Let me add some context before you say rude things, and I would have been like please do. I'm sorry. I probably shouldn't have been so rude off the bat because it sounds like there's context behind this.
1: I mean, that's like perfect Alan That's Ashley. perfect.
0: That's in a perfect world where no emotions come into play.
1: That's perfect that's Spock right
0: and That's Spock talking right there. But like, yeah. Um, so that's something that I want to be a little more mindful of. And, and if it seems weird or not, not a way that I would approach something, I still want to be open to it because it could turn into something wonderful, like the frying pan entangled. Mm-hmm. There, Inspiration Station.
1: Well, with kids, like in kindergarten, I had so many experiences where I would see a kid doing something nutty. Yeah. And my first instinct would be to tell them to stop or like get onto them a little bit. And then I wouldn't and I would just walk up to them and say, oh, tell me about what you're doing over here.
0: That's a good way to approach and something. And really, they, would just, they were just about. like
1: lost in this magical land of imagination or creating some beautiful gift for someone or their intentions were anything but bad and Mm -hmm. just, you know, like they're just weirdos and cuties and they just do weird things. And I just would have never understood that. Not that I'm perfect. Like, but with kids, like you could have that, that mindset too. Like maybe what they're doing has more meaning than what you see or it's more valuable or has more potential than what initially is happening
0: than what initially comes to mind
1: yeah or their ideas might be awesome even though they sound terrible
0: yeah letting the creativity run by not shutting it down yeah just because you don't understand it or don't see the vision yet or
1: just approaching or haven't them, even created
0: the vision maybe yet.
1: just approaching them and what they say with the mindset that what they're saying is super like has great potential and is just as good of an idea as yours like an equality mindset
0: yeah or just like approaching it with like a curious mindset rather than like skeptical
1: oh tell me more yeah just curious how could we do that like an
0: undiscovered country that you just happened upon and you want to learn about it
1: parenting conference yeah that was a quote right
0: no that was from my book oh it says it says treat people as undiscovered countries or like it's just like, look, just be, like, cu- just approach people with curiosity because they're going to see things differently than you. And don't project your emotions and your past experiences onto their words because there's uh, their interpretations of words are totally different. And just like be super curious and, and like, like, an,
1: undis- like an anthropologist. Like, I know there's like, a, I know there's a line, but when talking to kids or getting to know your children, you could go from the mind, like, like an anthropologist, like, I can't wait to learn all about how your mind works and what your personal culture is that you're bringing bringing with you. And I mm -hmm. can't wait to add to it great things that will help you thrive in society, but I'm pretty sure there's great things there already.
0: Stephen Covey in Seven Habits, he says, when somebody sees something differently than him, he says you should respond saying, oh, good, you see it differently than me. Help me understand. And I don't know if I've ever responded like that once in my life. (laughs) I'm <laughs> just like, Oh, you see it differently than me. I don't like you. <laughs> That's how <I> respond. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you see it differently. Than me? I don't want to be your friend. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. But, um, his wife, Stephen Covey's wife said that he really actually had that mindset, like just a curious mindset, love talking to people, love learning new things. Oh, good. You see it differently. Help me understand. Cause it kind of communicates that you believe that this person is not an idiot and they have a brain too, that they're using and they've come to a different conclusion. And so it helps you like maybe realize that your brain isn't the only one doing work in the world. And um, I feel like you if, have a lot of things to learn still.
1: If you had that mindset and that approach and someone or like your kid, or maybe your spouse is just messing with you and just like honestly being a butt, it makes, it kind of like calls them out without calling them out. Like it's hard to help them understand if, if you're just being stubborn, or if you're just being, what do you mean? Like, like say let's say, I don't know. Like, I just know times with my parents. Like, they would help me with homework, and I would be, I would just be pretending to have a hard time because I didn't want to do it, and I just wanted them to do it. But if they were just like, "Wow, you're really having a hard time. Like, please help me understand where you're like, like where it is you're struggling," mm-hmm. I would just be like, "Oh, <laughs> like I wouldn't know. <laughs> I would. It would just." I would just probably rather get through it than particularly keep the game going.
0: Wait, what game?
1: Like the game of me just pretending not just being... I was just being like a, a butt, like just...
0: Oh, not. so it kind of helps you get real and...
1: Yeah, or like let's get real like or let's not play. up fronts. Yeah, or like if me, if... I don't know, like if one of us is just being stubborn, if one of us... It just, really takes down
0: walls when you when you have that mindset instead of getting defensive or or not validating them, it really validates them when you say, oh, good, you see it differently than me, Uh because it validates them who they are. It validates your belief, your trust in them to make good judgments, even though they're different than yours. It's very validating statement to say, oh, good, you see it differently than me. Help me understand. It really makes them think about how they actually see it Mm -hmm. instead of just, you know, maybe their, their, uh, the ruts that they've fallen into in the ways that they, they do things or think about things. Yep. so it helps people to think for themselves too there we've belabored that a lot but i think it was good
1: inspiration station inspired me yeah okay friends i think i hear one of our kids waking up namely james so we are going to call this a podcast and we will come back very soon make another podcast
0: we're pretty much like psychology majors now no after this and podcast let's
1: just end this by saying we're not psychology majors and
0: we read three articles online inspiration station dream, dream was
1: just our thoughts coming out like we didn't rehearse that or anything it was just brainstorming ideas and everything we say is just our own opinions and our own thoughts let and us know
0: your thoughts and if they're different than ours i am so excited please help me understand was <laughs> yeah, that good please share <laughs> please share no but for real I'm, i'd be curious to know your thoughts and your th- feelings and what you think about them
1: totally on the instagram post dreams instagram
0: and- post and facebook post
1: yeah it's the same picture so wherever you go
0: cool Okay. Love having you guys with us. See you later, Dash Lou fam.